from Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Thanks for joining us today, and welcome to the Bone Cave. Guess what? We have new bones in the cave. And fur. That is a giant animal. Yeah. What, what, is, what is that animal? That's a buffalo, man. That's a buffalo. Or is a it a buffalo or a bison? Well, that's what I was just going to ask. We call it, I've heard people correct people, and I'm like, oh, my God, semantics, splitting hairs. No, it's not. It's a buffalo. It's a buffalo. Okay, I like it. That's my perspective. Buffalo, I'm old bison. Wapiti, like, Wapiti. Is it Denali oh. or is it Mount McKinley, right? Or is it Denali or Denali? <laughs> Denali. 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 Is it Denali. Bagel or Bagel? Oh, it's Bagel. It's Bagel. B-A-G-E-L. B-A-G. Bag-L. Bagel. Yeah. I mean, Not you Bagel. Know. Yeah. Not bagel. It's not bagel. Yeah, I suppose technically you're supposed to, you're supposed to, if you're politically correct, call it a bison. But- why? George Cust- uh, General Custer never shot bison here. He shot buffalo, right? <laughs> what do you think? He made uh, a point of it. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I want to quote that movie so bad, but I feel like I'm going to get bleeped. <laughs> I want to quote that movie from uh, We Were Soldiers. When uh, um, what's the guy Sam Elliott says to uh, um, uh, says to Mel Gibson? And Mel looks at Sam and says, what do you think Custer thought um, when they were at, at a Wounded Knee or Sitting Bull? And he goes, he looks at him and he goes, sir, in all due respect, Custer was a pussy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he kept shooting. I was like, oh, my God. Anyway. No, so have, you, have you ever been to the Battle of the Bighorn? Yeah, I've been over there. It's actually it really is. cool. It Super sombering. Because cool. I've, I've driven right by it. A hundred times, right? Because it's only. Did you go in there and do the little tour? Well, actually, what I really liked was the the uh, little museum they have in there. Amazing, isn't it? Unbelievable! It's really. You know what else I liked is where the people got shot, and it had placards where you could take that hike and walk around. Did you read? Have you done that? I read it all. Yep. We didn't get very far when it because right right before it said that it says beware of rattlesnakes. (laughs) That (laughs) did Sermonado. Susie's like Susie's like okay. This is as far as we're going to go. (laughs) We're done. Now now we're going to now we're going to build. Well, you know the you know the story the for the park ranger told us when we were getting the tour. You know there's that ridge just to the east where Custer came over. He sent his scouts over the day before and he looked over that ridge and he said I mean there was just covered that Indian village was ten thousand of them. Right. Came, all down on the bottom yeah. there. He came back to Custer and he said, I got some good news and some bad news for you, General. And he said, Okay, what's the uh what's what's the bad news? He goes, There's ten thousand encamped in that village over the ridge. On said, the other side of the river. Oh, what's the good news? Well, we don't have to go back to North Dakota. <laughs> uh, okay, take a second. <laughs> I mean, that was park ranger humor right there. Well, he didn't, he didn't come from North Dakota. Did, didn't they come from uh, Fort Meade and Sturgis? I think they came from Fort Lincoln. Oh. Yeah. Where's Fort Lincoln? In North uh, Dakota? Bismarck, yeah. Oh. Mandan. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Oh, I thought they came they from came Fort They came from Mandan. Meade. Yeah. Same, same place they came when they came through the Black Hills in 1874. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought they uh, – um, that's interesting. Yeah. So I guess I did not know that, but I, I'm I'm with you, Brad. Yeah. It it was to me <laughs> one of the you know I've been to a lot of those things and and Lindley and I were like let's stop and see this, and then we took Lucas and uh, um, Noah. Actually, no, that's not true. We didn't take Noah. We just took Lucas. And Lucas thoroughly enjoyed it too because he's like, dude, can you imagine? I mean, the just the thought that it imposes in your brain. That's oh, yeah, because because like, the they hell? said they said the the Indians all you know they would cut the Achilles tendon of oh, all, yeah. all the soldiers so they yep. couldn't mount their horse again in the next battle. Yep, you know, yeah, in the afterlife. In the afterlife. Yeah. Just, yeah. but uh, they would have looked at you and said, "Holy bleep! <laughs> what the hell is that?" Because they're about five four back then, slender guys. You know, and I'm six four and slender. <laughs> they would have looked up at like, uh, oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 six, all six five two ninety five of Brian. Uh, oh my god, you son of a. <laughs> so, 
That's so not anyway. true. Oh, that's our last. So yeah. what worked for you this year, Brian? What do we? Gonna, so you know what, what I'm going to do? So so yeah. So do you have everybody listening. Thanks for listening today. Today's podcast is going to be on what worked, what didn't. And uh, what's to come? Happy so, New Year, by the way. Yeah, and Happy New Year. This is going to uh, air right around New Year's, right? Yep. And so what didn't work for me is my hunting partner, Brad. <laughs> and what's going to work for me in a new year is I'm finding a new hunting partner. So if you're on this podcast now and would like to um, put an application to uh, travel to said locations to go hunt said you species. You better be careful what I, you're asking for uh, there. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'm taking uh, no. uh, um, Craig Stevens and I are going to be uh, heading out to Kyrgyzstan. And Brad's not going. And you're so. carrying all of his crap, Craig. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, no, you're not. Get your weightlifting belt ready. Actually, we have a call tomorrow at ten o'clock. If you can be on that, um, with okay. uh, um, with our outfitter in Kyrgyzstan. Okay, perfect. Okay, I forgot to tell you. Um, I'll so, try. Anyway, all right. So today it is going to be what worked, what didn't, and what's new for the new years, and what we're what we're what we're thinking. So anyway, in in years past, but Christmas kind of jumped up on us this year. Christmas falls on a weird day. You know what I'm saying? Um, Monday is a tough day for Christmas because it's like you you don't think about it. And because it creeps up on you, you know what I'm saying? You're not, it's until next week. It's till next week. It's always till next week. And then boom, here it is. If it's Wednesday through Sunday, no problem. But Mondays and Tuesdays are bad days for Christmas. No, well, no, yeah. there's no bad day for Christmas. But you know Nobody looks forward to Mondays anyway. They're looking forward past Monday. Right. So anyway, so what worked for you, Brad? Uh, what worked for me? Well, I switched my binoculars this year. I used the Leica Geovid Pros. The glass was amazing. Um, the rangefinder I, I felt was lacking compared to what I came from, which was exactly the opposite. I used uh, I used a binocular. The, the rangefinder was unbelievable the year before, and the glass was horrible. Um, so I don't know if I would say that worked for me or didn't. I liked your rangefinder better. Your binoculars were better. Yeah, I, that, I switched mine too. Yeah. Um, I So I'd had the same pair of Geovids, and a lot of you listeners – uh, know that follow us have heard that that I had the same pair since you know literally uh, 2007 um, 2008 whenever those first geovids came out and um, and my they've never failed me have they no nope they're what 17 18 years old they're and, and, they're, poli- and they're, they're well polished they're beat to death because <laughs> Brian well I, I I shouldn't say Brian well, I'm a, I'm the same way except, except I, I have a little more care and love for my do. my you, rifle you're, than you're, you do. You're a little bit more concerned at a placement and I'm more let's get this shit done and if it lasts it did its job. But and so my, my binoculars are, are smooth all the surface texture, texture surface and that porous build that they put on the outside of the casing is it, there's none left anywhere. Right. I mean it's just smooth. Which this I needed a new one because I, I wanted a better uh, range finder and the glass and the new ones. So they basically came out with a new GeoVid, in yeah. my opinion. Well, they did, and they put the they put the range finder button on the correct side this time. The only thing I don't like about it is they put a tin, a tin piece of logo that said uh, Leica on it, and that thing peeled off, and it looks cheesy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, which I'm fine with. I usually put duct tape over it anyway because I don't care if people do or don't know what right. I'm using, and I'm not advertising for anybody right. on camera. So I usually put a piece of black tape over it. But that was the only complaint I had. So I was thinking to myself, this is pretty petty um, if this is the only complaint I had because really the the uh, rangefinder was faster than – Way better than mine. So I had Isn't the, that crazy? I had the Geofit, Geovid Pros. You had the Geovid Rs or whatever. Uh, we should look that up and see what they are. <laughs> I think they're the Geovid Rs. That's what they used to be. Um, but your rangefinder was significantly better – and the in, glass wasn't in, that – I mean – Glass was very similar. Right. Um, and I like the case – I like the I like the housing size and structure of mine better than I did yours. Yours still has that hump on it no, for you, the computer. That drives you crazy. It does. Yeah. Well, the, now the difference – yeah, the G of it are – so yours is just a rangefinder with an inclin, inclinometer, which, which is – Which is perfect yeah. for me because the inclin, inclin – Inclinometer. Inclinometer, thank you. Um, my speech impediment doesn't allow my tongue to do that sometimes. Um, and that's real, num, by num, the way. Num, Somebody num, asked me the other yeah. day. Yeah, num, 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 num. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, the inclinometer. The inclinometer on mine, 
the angle reader, <laughs> <laughs> the protractor, the, the protractor. Basically, uh, you're right. Um, is all I need because yeah. I keep the chart on top. I know, and I shoot out to 600 yards, so it doesn't matter. It's for all me. I need, probably too. But I like, I like all the. I know you do. I, you know, I like the. But I think I that like computer have, slows it down a little bit. Well, clearly it does because it's like, uh, are you? It, it was so bad for me that you know, it's it's. I have no affinity towards them. They they were significantly slower than the preceding two versions of the Geovid Pros. I now, and I think the other thing is is the price. Yeah. The, the, the price the, on the Geovid R's is the amazing. Pr- yeah. What, what do we sell them 1350 for? 1350 bucks. 1380 And the Geovid Pros. I, now I was using the 8. I went with the 8 by 42s or whatever they are this year. 8 by 30. The Are they eight by thirty? Yeah, I went yeah. with the smaller the ones. Smaller I should one. look them up. Eight by thirty twos, um, right? Eight by because uh, they were. You know, I thought. You know what? They're going to be close on on uh, optical quality, uh, and they're a little lighter. But you don't give up. I didn't think I gave up enough um, weight for the thirty twos. Thirty twos. So I thought eight by thirty twos. Yeah. So anyway. Um, I guess they worked for me, and they didn't work for me. I wasn't blown away. Well, like, they worked like for that, you, and they were great glass. Yeah, and the, great it's glass. A quality, it's a quality binocular. So I took, my, you, I took what, those. How much are those, 2600 Oh, I don't know what we sell. Let me look it up, and I'll find out what we sell those for. Because um, for a $1,300 difference, is there any reason you'd go to the more expensive ones? No. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't buy those. Uh, for that price, I wouldn't, you know, and, and I put the and I paid I paid for the uh, ballistic. This goes on after Christmas, right? So Noah's getting a pair of these for Christmas, the ones I have. Oh, is he? Yeah. Um. Well, I yeah, I think that I think they're really good, but I I really think those ones that you use the Geovid R's are great, but uh, they're roughly three grand, I think. Yeah, I think they're products. like twenty eight or twenty nine hundred R cost. So anyway, so so say they're say they're fourteen or fifteen hundred dollars more. Geovid are thirteen twenty nine is what we sell the Geovid R. Okay, for. so not thirteen fifty. And the eight by oh those are those are the old ones. Eight by forty two, Ultravid, Ultravid, Noctavids. Yeah, twenty twenty seven hundred or something. It looks like we sell them for Ultravid HD Geovid thirty two hundred dot coms. So we still have some of the old ones listed. Well, anyway, while yeah. you're looking that up, for me, um, those were a real plus. I had not looked through another pair of binoculars for 17 years at hunted with one. So I didn't feel I was compromised at all. Actually, I liked the angle on that moose hunt. Um, I knew what I was at. I, I looked at the angle. I took, you know, a little bit of the dope out. Um, I took some elevation out just, you know, and it wasn't enough to make a difference anyway but it was enough to make me mentally go dude i'm exactly where i should be does that make sense right and so um you know it was 605 my shoot two was 580 um and uh right six creedmoor killed uh, a giant moose so so those <laughs> those uh those are a three thousand dollar binocular the ones i was using ha- twice as expensive twice as expensive and not twice as Twice the value, I the, wouldn't the, say. Right. So, so, so what else worked for you? Speaking of that, you just said it, the six Creedmoor. So, yeah, so I'm on your whatever, the six Creedmoor, and I hate to even talk about it on this because I rebarreled the one. Yeah, we had to rebarrel it a week <laughs> before we left. Yeah, it was, it was, it was shot the hell out, man. And we both, we both, our barrels just, just got unshootable. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't even, at 300 yards, I couldn't hit a 12-inch circle. You know, um, so it but, was. But we pushed them way beyond what yeah, is no, normal. The, the, it went to hell. But now I got another six, and it's shooting a one hole. I mean, it's shooting a one hole group again. And um, I absolutely love it. Now I got a new scope I'm going to try for next year because I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that new SIG. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait for next year on that. Uh, what's the what, what we're looking forward to. But I would say uh, the six was big for me, 108. I don't know if that's new for me because that's been. But um, what worked? The six Creedmoor worked for you. And that stupid match bullet that you shouldn't ever run with, right? Everybody said no. Can't, Dude, it's, that it's, Marco Polo just uh, it rocked it at 580. So Rocked it. So 580 yards. It was funny Quartering because. away. Because the wind was whipping. 
Yep. And we were huffing and puffing. Yep. Because it was, it's funny at 16,000 feet, it doesn't matter how hard the elevation climb is that you've got. It's exacerbated immensely, right? Yes. Because I was like, when I was filming, <laughs> I even my heartbeat, I, I remember when I was looking through my scope at my sheep, I could just, you know, I'm not used to seeing my heartbeat go like that now anymore, but <laughs> it was like, da -dum, da -dum, well, it's da -dum. just a whole different deal. But, but, that, but that, it was hard to tell that yours, it was hard to tell because it looked like it was a square broadside shot. Well, he was quartering away. And he was, quartering, he was away. quartering away. Well, see, I couldn't see that in the camera and I'd lens give him, as much. And I'd give him a, you know, a minute and some wind. You know what I'm saying? I favored, you know, and at 500, almost 600 yards, um, I had a left to right wind. Right. And, and it wasn't a 90 degree wind either. And it wasn't a 90 degree wind. No, but it was cooking. It was cooking. So, um, so I remember looking at the crosshairs going, if I miss, I'm going to miss off his body left. It won't be right because of the wind, because because the, the wind will work, right? right. But that that crosshair was right on the front of his shoulder, and I had to make that decision. And I didn't have anybody calling my wind. It was me calling my wind because you were on the camera, right. and we had a bunch of Tajikistanians, um, uh, you know, Tamirians, whispering, <laughs> whispering in cheese whiz whispering. or something. Yeah. Cheese it, cheese whiz, <laughs> cheese it, cheese whiz, cheese whiz, whiz. Cheese apparently in Pamirian means like forty-two different words. <laughs> anyway, it was, it was, uh, and, and they were excited because he was a big ram. And, they're all, and I'm like, okay, I just got to zone in. Just shoot the one on the left, he says. <laughs> just, the one on the left. He says, the just shoot the one on the left. I, yeah, because I, I heard our, our uh, translating guide, who's an amazing dude, um, I heard uh, old V say, um, are you sure it's the biggest? And, he, and, and just and I go, Poacher goes, I just go, shoot the one on the left, he says. <laughs> I, go, I go, what did he say? He goes, he said, just shoot the one on the left. I'm like, okay, I'll shoot the one on the left. So anyway. And he I, was right. I, oh, Holy boy, was he crap. Right. Anyway, it hammered that animal, and it just – it rocked him. I mean, he leaned forward like he's going to go down. And I was like, hit. And he came back, yeah. And then, Send another one. And then, <laughs> and then I came right back and shot another one with the same wind. And the two bullets – well, you can see if you go on Instagram um, to uh, Rolling Bones Outdoors – and scroll down, you can see, or Facebook at Rolling Bones Outdoors, you, either one, you can see the uh, um, the bullets because I've had people say, oh, you shot him in the guts. Uh, and I'm like, uh, well. Well, we it, reconstructed the data on that too because it looks like it's quite a gut shot. But when we, re when we went back to the film and we could see the angle he was at, which was, for me, was hard in the viewfinder. Right. But it was – because it looked like it, it was, perfect. It looked like it was, it was a, a foot shot. off, but it right. was only five inches right. drift of drift, you know. So it was a minute. Yep. That we, if we had done it differently, but two shots, boom, boom, and they were, they were a few inches apart, yeah, four or five inches apart, and they both just hammered him. Yeah, he didn't go anywhere. So the six millimeter one oh eight, and then my other thing that I would say worked well for me this year um, was the the. I'm still uber impressed with the Magpul uh, bipod. Um, I, I personally am. It, it spins left to right. It mm -hmm. twists on the level. Um, the combination of my six Creedmoor, the 108, and the Magpul uh, bipod is a definitely extended range hunting platform. And the other thing I like about it is I like the way that it sits with that um, the release knob on the bottom mm -hmm. where you tighten it up but, from rocking. Yeah. You know, um, Guess I don't know what you'd call that. The torque, the, I would yeah, say the, it's the, a torque, the torque knob. The torque knob, because right. that's that's what keeps it from right rotating, and you yeah. can lock it in place. Because like one of one of the guys that we know really well, he has a school. His his rule is, he if he grabs your gun, he wants that so tight that you can't, that you can't budge it. You can't tip it left to right. That's his deal, and which, that makes sense. Yeah. So what I like about it is when you're shooting off our hammer sticks that we teach people how to shoot on. I feel I, it's really nice for me because that you clamp around that, it all right. Of it. Yeah. That knob, that knob has like a porous, you know, it's milled. It's a, it's an inch knob that yep. you twist to, and to it, lock it, the and torque. And it's ring. milled in a grid shape, you yeah. know, so it's rough. Oh. And I like it because I can take my forefinger. My index finger, and I can grab the back of the sticks with my thumb, reach up, and I can suck those in, and it's it's like right there. You know, I know it's there, and I can make them one unit. And so sitting, I really like that Magpul. That's what worked for me. Yeah. 
How about you? That's funny because I shot – my six Sherman died on me. I shot the barrel out, and it was between hunts. So I quick put a new barrel on it, and I turned it into a 6.5 PRC. Mm Mm-hmm. And it worked amazing. That's great shooting rifle. Great shooting rifle. Um, the uh, it's it's of course we did two big sheep hunts that were you know uh, my first shot on my sheep in the Yukon was a steep downhill shot, but the one in Tajikistan was I mean we were shooting nearly straight up, and uh, it's harder to follow you, the recoil in that than your six. The six is more forgiving on on 100% stuff like that. Yeah. Now I was able to follow the shot, but it's not as easy as the 6s. That's one that's that's why the 6 is so nice. But but my 65 worked amazingly well. My 14 I shot 147s this year. They were hammers. Match again a match bullet yeah, that you're that, not that supposed gun to use. That performed right? really well for you. R- yep. Tajikistan it knocked the crap oh. out of your uh ram. Yep. yep. Just pounded I mean it. it just put it in put it in its place. Yeah. Um, I used I used two different pipods. I used a Spartan on the ba- yeah, on, a, on a backpack horseback hunt. You like that? Well, and it's it's good for me for that because Comes I, I pop it off, yeah, yeah, and I put it in my pocket. It runs in my yeah. and it was nice because I was you know I was shooting. I went I crawled up because I had a super easy shot, but uh, Scott, my guide, goes because he because I told him I was I was comfortable shooting to two hundred yards. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, really? He goes, if we get a little bit longer shot, can you do it? And I said, I said, I'm kidding. I said, yes. I said, if I, if I take it, if I get a 200 yard shot, I'm going to high five you. And so we get up there and he goes, is 166 yards close enough? And I said, no, I'm crawling up to that great big rock. And he goes, really? And I go, I go, I'm cl- crawling to that rock. Cause I'm not shooting, trying to shoot over all these other, these other right, rocks. Obstacles. Are gonna, yeah. Right. You know, Makes sense. And I got there, and I popped my micro terrain. The micro terrain, uh, and I was, you know, I popped. That was a nice. It's a nice bipod, but as soon Dude, as you I, got a ram, that's what worked for you. Yeah. God, I'm really jealous. I've I've been on three I white know, sheep right? hunts, and I don't have one. Well, it's funny. A, a sheep hunt's not a slam dunk. It's a <sighs> hard hunt, man. An elk hunt's not a slam dunk. They can be hard hunts, right? You're hunting. You got to go, and things have to align for you. But anyway, I pulled the the rubber legs off. On that bipod too, and and the carbide feet grabbed right into that rock. I did like that because I on was the, the Spartans on the Spartans because they have little rubber. Oh yeah, yeah, they rubber covers those caps. And I pulled the off. caps off because I was shooting down a steep hill, and I dug right into that that granite rock. So that's good to know. You so you like but that? As soon as I got home for the rest of the year, I used your bipod. If I had. If if I don't have a reason to use that Spartan, you'd use the Magpul. I would use the Magpul too. Yeah, I I sure do like it. And you know, I have a Warren. I have a what's the other expensive one that we had forever? Um, Atlas. Atlas. I have a Warren. I have an Atlas. Uh, you know, we have them all. I right. mean, we have dro- we, thousands of dollars of the oh, bipods. Yeah. I don't know why this little hundred nineteen dollar bipod is my favorite, but the damn thing works. Right. And it's tougher than whale shit. And it's it's, it's light, legit, man. It's light. It's light. Now, Funny things like I didn't have, you know, that doesn't come with carbide tips in the lake. So there's some fine-tuning stuff, which we didn't need. We didn't need those on in Tajikistan at all. But I would have missed it in the Yukon. But it's a super good bipod, especially for the money. You know what else? You know one of the things I like about it so much? There's no buttons to fart around with it to deploy it. You know, like the Atlas. No, I know. You got to push those right. little buttons in. The only time you got to push a button is to bring it back up. Right. And I like also well, the leg, it, the leg levers. You just you just squeeze slide. it. Yeah, you it's just squeeze it down and, and it comes slide straight down. down. No, they very it right. very very user friendly uh-huh. for speed and ease. hunting. Because like my daughter used my rifle, the Six Creedmoor, with my Atlas on it, just because of pure laziness, I didn't switch it out. And yeah, it's and, way more and complicated. You're forking around yeah. with with pushing this in and getting yep. it turned. And then this you got to turn. It. And, and then you yeah. got that that goofy that cantilever, cantilever, like pull up, release, drop, drop down. the legs. It's it's not user friendly for a kid. I was like, Brad, you butthead, you need to get that. You this need to get that other one. Push, pull down, pull. It's yeah. just yeah, yep. Did they, you like that sound effect? Very nice. <laughs> you good. you could do that like for the movies. Yeah, um, I'll be the guy. It saved me some money. Paramount Rain Gear. Paramount Rain Gear. for me. 
Paramount rain gear was amazing, wasn't it? It really was. Needed zippers under the arms. Get rid of some of the heat. Yeah, I, I would give it a B. Yeah. I, I rated it at a B. But I don't know if I've ever had an A. Well, I think that would be a, that that would be an A minus. The color's not my favorite. They needed dark in that. That the gray. I, would, I, I guess I don't mind the color, um, but you're right. In you know, if they came in a coyote brown, it'd be better. So you, you're right. It'd probably give it a B B plus. Um, and if Ryan's listening, he's like, "Hey, don't shit on the rain gear. You you had a, you guys partook in the fact of what you wanted. I know. You but sent us a list. I would have pit zips. I would have pit 100%, zips. Hundred percent. I probably would do it in a in a coyote brown because I'd probably buy another pair if they got it. Right. In coyote brown. Um, with pit zips. But I tried the what was that military tri- ones I tried uh, the OTT OTTE OTTE O-T-T-E. yeah OTTE uh, and those are expensive rain gear yeah. and this was as good if not yeah. better yep. and the pants were better well the pants the pants and the, the pants fell worked my, you know. the pants worked as well in the OTT rain gear because I have a set too except the cut is horrific the well, zippers it, goofy and your hangs down to oh. your knees. It just so, doesn't fit at all. Yeah, for, it's different. So I I enjoyed the the uh, um, the uh, Paramount Rain Gear. Paramount Rain Gear. Um, my Gators. I'm a Kings Gators guy. XK7. I I tried another pair of Gators on one hunt. Didn't like them. Um, I'm a Gator snob. Those are the yeah. only Gators I like. Yeah, I gave my Gators away to my guide in the Yukon because mine my I had the Kings and they were far better than what he had. Yeah, the Kings Gators. I don't know. What, they 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 seem to have enough rigidity to hold their you know they don't fall down. I just I really liked them. Um, those worked well. Uh, what else uh, worked? What was new that we used? I'm trying to think. Um, you had that little stupid thing. That little stupid thing was amazing though, especially at sixteen thousand feet. Yeah. When we were so that little stupid thing is a little flex tail pump that we use for our uh, our. Uh, you give that to a guide too. I gave that. To I'll probably buy one. There, yeah, because I need to get another one because I gave mine away. But I, I used it. It was so popular because we ended up, um, we ended up with two different, two diff, three different sets of. We all converged in one sheep herders camp, and, and we had three. And, we had a seat of summit, a um, uh, X bed, and what was the? Other I, one? I was using uh, the down mat seven. Yeah, uh, and pad. mine blew out halfway through the season. Well, it didn't blow out. I just had a weld from four years ago, oh, yeah. um, and that weld was given out, so it was leaking air. So I brought my Sea to Summit, and I did like that. So it worked yeah. well. My Sea to Summit was nice. It's smaller. It packs yeah. up a little smaller yeah. than the X bed, and I, it was fine. So, but but this little, I suppose it's about a four ounce pump, and I've used it. it rocks. I've used it quite a bit, but it got really tested because there was what ten. Guide, ten, of us. ten guides, and because, then, well, there were three hunters. There was me three and you and Jonathan all ended right. up in that same sheep herders camp. Three hunters, a guide for each, a packer for each, and um, a driver for each, and, uh, and and the outfitter and the outfitter. So three, six, nine, ten, thirteen of us, and and that and sucker we, pumped everything up. We ran that all week long, and and I just would hand it around because you top your bag off in the morning, you know, but. And it never did run out of battery, and there was 13 of us. And it and it just, you know, I mean, here's the thing. With my down my down mat, I don't want to blow in it because of the moisture, moisture in your breath. The fiber. You don't want to get, you don't want to get in the, the down, yeah. the feathers. So the little pump is really nice, but it was a, it was a big hit, wasn't it? No, it was. What was that? So everybody knows. It's a flex tail. A flex tail. And they have three now. I, I uh, This was the old one. And I don't even think they sell the one I have. Yeah, it worked. You know what? It works super, super well. Um, that's interesting. Uh, you like the Kenny Trek. You switched to Kenny Trek socks this year. They were a winner for you. Yeah, I left. Uh, um, so here's the, the the packers after a certain period. The uh, um, the uh, the nylon stitching or whatever they use to hold the pack in place on the toes and heels starts releasing after now. For running around town, there's not a more comfortable sock. For something that never stinks, there's not a more comfortable sock than a Paca. However, what these, are you wearing now? I, I have the Kenetrex on. Well, you do. I have the Pacas on right uh, now. I know. I, I and I had the Pacas on all week, but today I because I, I was in the butcher shop today. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I put these on, but I will tell you this: I'm getting these for Noah for Christmas also because they don't stink and they are tougher than hell. 
They're super tough. The Kenetrek sock I was blown away with. Well, I still am using the Altera, the heaviest Altera in my hunting boot. That's the that's an alpaca sock too, and I I love them. I it's going to take a lot to drive to steer me away from those because those work for me. I also I also did the Zomberlin um, mountain boots um, on two of the trip, and uh, um, I did the mountaineering boots on the one to the Arctic for muskox. Oh yeah, yeah. And I did the other ones to Tajikistan because I was worried about my ankle rolling. Right. And the support in those Zomberlins. Um, was a big win for me this year, um, and uh, I, I that worked for me. Yep. I prefer the Kenetrek; they feel better on my feet. My feet feel better after um, them, but uh, I did. That was a win. Well, I wore the and thousand, I normally don't yeah. use them. I Go wore ahead. the thousands and two hunts in the last twelve months, and those were uh, and those are a really good boot. I I didn't need them in Tajikistan. It wasn't what I would have perceived to need a thousand gram boot on that hunt, but I did. And they were awesome. So I use the 2092 mountain trek. You can go to our website for these. We have member prices, um, GTX. And then I use the, uh, um, I also use the, the real mountaineering ones. They're like a $600 boot on that. Um, because they had the primal off in them. And in the Arctic, I was worried about being cold. Does that make sense? Yep. And I used those in the Arctic, and they, without question. Where it was 20-some below zero. Oh, uh, yeah. And without question, they performed uh, magnificently. I yeah. mean, they were really good. So um, I was happy with them. I'm not going to make them my everyday mountain uh, mountain boot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, won't, uh, I won't leave Kennetrek for Zomberlin, but there was nothing wrong with them. And the 2090 uh, Mountain Pro Evo GTX was the other one. And then the 2092 Mountain Trex GTX. Those were the two boots that I, uh, um, that I used. The one on the Tajikistan hunt and then the other one on the uh, – um, and they're spendy, you know. Yeah. Um, they're spendy boots. But the fact of the matter is the one had primal off. My feet were warm the whole time. Um, and I didn't have any technical, you know. Well, I wore four boots this year. I wore, on two hunts, I wore the 1,000 Kenetrek Mountain Extremes. And you liked them? Uh, yeah. If, I, if, you need the, if you need that level of warmth, they're a nice boot. And they're not a pack boot, so you don't have that big clunky pack. Mm-hmm. Very warm. Um, my favorite is the Mountain Extreme Non-Insulated. I have those perfectly sized to my foot. And so I'm not willy-nilly because those, those, uh, those fit me perfectly. And so I split those up at times because I have the hiker. What's that hiker called? The Kenny Trek hiker. Hard scrabble. Hard scrabble. I wear that in the like I wear that on a lot of the hunt on that elk hunt that I that I was, you know. Yeah, I, I wear those. You I wore those probably so, till they thir- have no soul. Thirteen <laughs> of the eighteen days I hunted, I probably wore those. They're a nice boot. They're not as high, so they don't now, hold heat as much. Yeah, and, and mine leak now, so that the Gore-Tex membrane is beat. So if it's not raining and it's hot, I wore those on on that hunt. And then I wore the mountain guides a couple times, those hard soled ones. But those are my to give everything else a break boot. But I wore I wore all the Yeah, I'm not into the hard sole. I'm so my feet are so sensitive that they get beat up so hard. And uh um and I just literally this year my little toe on my left, not that the audience needs to hear this, but my little toe on my left and the one next to it, um, the toenail and the toe beds have grown back to a normal place so i'm not ripping my toenails clear down into the bed and pulling them out and letting them grow you know what i'm saying they kind of grew back from frostbite and foot damage from um my mid 40s late 40s chisel and a little oh my god i just like really so anyway though those uh those work good i i i did like those um we didn't use a lot of different stuff Uh, i mean mostly it was the same 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 stuff wasn't it yeah, we. I tried some. I mean, there was a few things that we got sent to us that we tried. Um, I did like the Kenetra or the uh, um, cryptic uh, shell. I was super impressed with that. The soft shell. The soft shell cryptic. I I was impressed with that. Um, uh, my favorite pants are still the Fall Raven uh, Kebs. 
um, for hunting. I, I just can't, uh, you know, I, uh, I tried some other ones, and uh, I like them, so I'll just stay with those. Um, those work real well. You can go to our website. We do carry uh, uh, Fall Raven now, so that's a plus. I like that. I'm happy that we carry what we really use. Really good pants. They're really good. They're they're spendy, but they're really good. I, well, mean, I think all that Fjall Robin stuff is spendy, but it's yeah. all really good too, isn't it? I yeah. Mean, it's just super high quality. Yeah, I really, really like it. As far as camouflage goes, that Highlander from Cryptic. Highlander camouflage, nothing, best camouflage I've ever seen. There's nothing better out here in this country. No, there's oh, not. Gosh. I took so many pictures of all you guys. I know. I got so many pictures of you in, in Tajikistan. I'm like, that shit just works, man. Yeah, it's just so if you if you need camo, that stuff. I yeah. I used to think it was snakeskin, but that crap blends in. <laughs> and I, I for the longest um, time I was like, I'm not wearing snakeskin. Well, it's not snakeskin. Which Whiting might think you're an idiot. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it looks like honeycomb or something. Yeah, like that. it's it weird does. looking. Well, it's actually created after the big nets from the German War that covered the German. Tanks, exactly. Right? right. Yep. The Panzers. Oh, the it, Panzers. We call it Panzer netting then, huh? Yeah. Well, that's where they got their, you know, their tactical. I have no fucking <laughs> idea what they call it, Brad. <laughs> well, that, but that's where they get it. You know, cryptic yeah. is a tactical military yeah. background. Yeah. You know. Yep. So it is amazing, amazing camouflage. I mean, it <coughs> it beat everything significantly. Yeah. So that that was a win. That that was a new thing. Um, I, I really like that. Um, I did try some Sitka. Um, didn't didn't wasn't overly impressed with it you're you're a hard fit too though you're you um, know. yeah i mean, literally i'm six four okay with boots on i'm six five um and uh but i'm a legit six four uh and i am a legit depending on the time of the year and how many hunts i've been on uh i'm 230 to 250 you know i i, I live in that 20 pound bracket you're all grown up uh, i'm not a little guy you know and that's no that's no six six two ninety five bullshit you know <laughs> um sasquatch crap um that's my legitimate size for everybody that's listening and has made comments on that um i i am six well, it's, four it's flat got, footed at the doctor it's gotten a lot better be now that you've grayed up a little bit because people thought you were i mean i had to put an orange vest on him sometimes because oh people God, thought it was sasquatch right there in the woods <laughs> so i was like no no it's my friend don't shoot him <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's great Anyway, um, so you could be the mascot to our local baseball team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and that guy has that Sasquatch has a gray beard. I think white he does. Yeah. So maybe they took it from this. Um, who knows? Yeah. So uh, um, so that worked good. Uh, that's interesting. So you you ran you ran a lot of the um, cryptic. I did it. The really end of the liked year. it. You know what? I I my uh I think the uh the cryptic parka the uh the puffy that I had um I it had more pockets than the uh kings but I I kings I really like. I like the kings a lot. Um it's got that brushed uh face so it's not shiny. Um and and probably if I had to pick one, I'd pick the Kings because I like the zipper better. The zipper on my cryptic, it was that dual zipper. You're supposed to be able to zip it up at the from the bottom and down. Oh, yeah. So, and, and I had a little bit, you know, if I had cold fingers, I'm looking forward to the new flyway pattern yeah. because we have a couple goose hunts uh, booked and we're going to be knocking this shit out of some geese. So I'm looking forward to that. I really like the material of the cryptic. It's yeah, I it, it's really superior to it's, most. Yeah. It's, you, I mean, it's, it's just more better. It's more better. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They, they've got that wired in. Not a question. Yep. The pants, the pants were a little too big for me that I wore. Um, and Butch and Justin are easy and fun to work with too. Good people. Yeah. But I love the material. Yeah. The pants are really, really good. I just need to get the right, the right size figured out on that. I just feel like we have the best of the best because we kind of did it the way we like it. Yeah. I love Ryan and his XKG. Yeah. Yeah. I wear more XKG than I wear anything. I do too. I mean, I mean, I look at pictures like I went deer hunting and I uh, killed a white tail on my last day, a six by six, actually seven by seven. You don't have to apologize um, for that, Brian. No, I, <laughs> I know, but I, <laughs> it's funny because I am apologizing for killing a white tail because most of the time I kill a big mule deer. And the big mule deer that I played Mickey Mouse with, that sucker lived. And we decided to let him live, and it was a hard conversation. 
because Russell's looking at me going, dude, that is a big deer. He probably will touch 190. And I'm like, and he's old and he's heavy. And I'm like, I know. And we looked at him and we looked at him and he's like, we, we, yeah. And I'm like, let's get out of here before I shoot this sucker. Let's think about it. We've been able to turn him up. We'll come back and, and we'll figure it out. Mistake. So we drove away and Don't uh, do that. we actually, we hiked back over the butte, jumped in the buggy and drove away. Two hours later, um, I saw this six by six coming up through the bottom. He had points every like a picket fence. And I'm like, Russell, that's a good white tail. He goes, dude, that thing's got points everywhere, long beams. I said, I'm going to kill that. I'm, I'm feeling, as Brad would say, I'm feeling bloody. <laughs> I feel like we should kill that. And he goes, dude, that's a poke. He goes, that's 550 across that canyon. I said, I know I'm going to kill him now. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let this six eat. And uh, um, anyway, um, so 550 across the canyon. And I did have to give it two, two, two and a half minutes. That was windy that last weekend. Yeah. And I give him, I favored two minutes solid with a little bit extra. And uh, I was probably, you know, I was probably a good minute off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still um, under called the yeah. I still under called the wind. Yeah. It, well, five fifties is away, and I don't know what it was cooking. You know, you're guessing at that game, and we were pretty good at guessing. Yeah. But my thing was, if I'm a minute off, I'm it's blowing twenty five miles an hour. Right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, you know, at a minute at five fifties, five and a half inches. Right. So I'm like, mm, okay. So and I was, I took out his river liver and his back uh, rib and. And then the next one, I made the adjustment and uh, took care of what I needed to take care of. So anyway, but I digress. What was I talking about? Oh, Kings. It was colder than hell. And I, I mean, I just had my puffy on and, you know, I don't know. It's just I got more XKT. You didn't have the one of the kind puffy on that day, though. No, I didn't have the one of the kind puffy on. But I feel like we have the best of the best. You know, we have uh, XKG. We carry um, Cryptic and we carry Fall Raven. And or Fiel Raven, um, but for me, it's like the dream team. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and the owners of Ryan and Jed with with Kings have just been amazing to us. Mm-hmm. They're they're amazing people. Good guys. They're good men. And friends. I just they're, really I would pre- say they're friends. Yeah, oh, really good friends. And, and, uh, well, he actually nice. called me yesterday in the air, yeah. and I was just flying. And I'm like, I texted him back. I'm saying you're calling me, and I'm I'm at it's about not just a giant company that you don't know anybody. No, nope. I mean, you know he he really has worked with us. We've worked with them. Uh, we've known each other and seen each other's successes. And I really, really, really like those. We do. I mean, we've got a great relationship with them. Um, Dwight um, and uh, Justin, amazing guys. Uh, we've gotten to know them. We're getting to know them better all the time. And then uh, Fall Raven um, or but, Fiala Raven. Butch and um, Justin. Or Butch and Justin with Cryptic. But then I don't know anybody yet. No. You know. You just, we just like some of I their I just stuff. like their shit. Um, I like their pants. You so. know what else worked good for us? What's that? Um, for for a kid, Bailey, you know, and she's she's 16, but she's not a big adult. Um, but she shot her deer. Didn't she shoot both deer with a 22 Creedmoor this year? She no, sh- she shot the one with your six. It had that shitty bipod on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. The second one she shot. No, the first one she shot with the six. Yep, and the second one she shot she with a 22 Creedmoor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a nice, that's nice, nice little gun. Yeah. It's a nice little rifle. I'm, uh, um, I'm, uh, um, interested. We, we tried a different bullet this year. I don't think it worked as well as the bullet no, did no, last no. year. That was, it's funny because I looked back at my 22, 250 loads and I was using that 69 grain SMK and we didn't like it then. Yeah. And, and we did. don't like it anymore going 300 feet per second faster. Right. Isn't that funny? But the 75s are good. I've got some 77 TMKs that are good. And we've got uh, – The 77s might be something we should look at. Yeah, well, they work really well. So, but anyway, but, but but that was good. Um, yeah. yeah, that's interesting because uh, she did shoot it with a 22 Creedmoor. And it hammered it. Yeah. And, and the 77, you used the 77 and a 22 Creedmoor two years ago, didn't you? And, I mean, I mean, we were just wrecking deer with that. Yeah, no, it really did. I mean, Noah's like, what the it heck? Because remember, he came up and he was like, what are you shooting these deer with? And he's yeah. like, uh, we he said just, 22 Creedmoor, and he's like, really? And you're right. Yeah, and he goes, well, I was going to tell you, I was going to tell you to 
use a smaller gun, but I guess we can't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, – um, it did. Those 77s really worked. And we experimented with – so I would say we didn't like the 69s. 69s are a fail. Yep, they were a fail this the year. The 69 SMKs. Dude, but you I'm know, glad we're doing this because you know what? You know what? This is helping me. I'm sitting here going, dude, we did have some fails. Because I used the 110 SMK for 5,000 rounds in a six. And it, and I've always said it's, it's, uh, you know, I will tell you this and we don't sell them. We've actually, they've, they, in, in, in credit to them, I want to make sure Onyx has approached us and asked us to be partners and work with us. And we've just, with everything else, we've just not, I mean, there's just so much to pursue, right? What do you right. pursue? And all of our competitors, if you will, if you want to call them that, they all have some type of base map Onyx relationship right, yeah. that they're, coupon you code know, thing. you know, couponing with. And so. I'm just going to give a big shout out to Onyx because it worked really well. Yeah, it works better than mine. I I don't want to shit on the other ones, but I deleted the other one. I had the other two on my uh, um, on my phone, and I just deleted them now and unsubscribed because I'm 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 sold on Onyx. Well, I am sticking with the other one because I've used two rangefinding binoculars that you can dump the points, the dump the pins on. No, I understand. And, and, I just and, I'm, yeah. and I fiddly fart around with them enough, but I, I like your mapping system better. Yeah, that, that's it. And, and that's what I like. The mapping system is really good. The mapping system And I can sit there in the middle of better. nowhere. I can zoom in. I can zoom out. I can drag points. I can look at it and go, what are we going to do here? How far am I sitting from that deer right now on that ridge? Um, and, uh, okay, if I go this way, what's that to that point? It just gives me a lot of tools to work with in the field this yeah. year. And uh, um, and I liked it, you know, and I liked that you can zoom out. I'm going to use it a bunch in February um, in late January when I start coyote hunting because uh, um, there's a bunch of ranches, and I'm going to actually use it to build my approach before I even go this year. Yeah. Because I can put the wind in and then build my approach, and I, I can – Because on mine, you could put a wind indicator, and it runs off the – Yeah. Does, does Don yeah. next do the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was just looking at it the other day, going, "Dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use this in my I predator." I mine. Home. It's not mine at all. No, it's, it's yours. It, yeah, it, it's yours. You use. I understand what you're saying. So, so yeah, um, that that worked well for us. Um, trying to think. Yeah, I guess the socks work good. Um, uh, I tried the silk socks, the the liner sock that's supposed to not give you blisters. I never use those. I hate them. Did so, they work for you? Uh, I don't know. I quit using them. I'm a one sock guy. <laughs> you, you've oftentimes worn two socks, so haven't you? Uh, yeah. Oh, that was that was uh, no. I know. No, I Brian did that. Not not on. Yeah. yeah, but not on the mountain. But I did this year, and it was weird to me. So I I quit using it. All I need is my big heavy, uh, Altera alpaca one. That's because all I need. So the, the thin sock layering system didn't work for me. That was loose. Compedes work. Oh, com- compedes are another thing that works. <laughs> so, so I'm. Yeah. I would rather get a blister and use compedes. So, yeah, than, so tell us what compedes are. So compedes are basically. I don't know. They used to call this stuff moleskin. You put it on, it was like moleskin, but it would peel off right away. Yeah. A compede is actually, and you can go get them. You can get them anywhere now. Walgreens has them. I get them everywhere. Um, I put them in every travel bag I have. Um, I don't have them in this briefcase that I'm using right now because I'm. Ex- I'm always exploring briefcases. Um, since, uh, since 2017, I've been looking for a different system, but anyway, I digress. Um, the compedes are a basically a gel plastic silicone. Hyper what? Hydrocolloid. Okay. So it to me is like a silicone of some. Yeah. It's yeah. It's It's like like silicone, silicone. but I think it's, uh, it adheres to your skin. Yep. Lindley will say this. Oh, you must have a blister, Brian. And I'll be like, how do you know that? She'll pick up the compede from the bathroom floor or the bedroom floor. I didn't even know it fell off. And it fell off. Because it literally, you put it on, it'll last five, six, seven, eight mm-hmm. days, and you don't even know it's on there. No, you, it, 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 it almost chameleons to your skin. It, it is yeah. am- I, I amazing. Use, I use the ones, well, I'm using my fingers as a ruler, but couple inches by an inch i use and the I big put oval on, ones and I, I put them on the heel yeah <laughs> they, they make some square ones and oval ones. i Those like the, the ones oval I, ones and i put them on my right heel my I start with it on my right heel um because my right foot's a little smaller and it's that heel slips and then i put 
on my right, I put three strips of Luco tape over it, and my boot, my boot fits perfect. That have been great in high school and college to have on your ankles on your spot belts. Because <laughs> those old spot belts were the best screw-in cleats you could get. And do you remember those, no. what I'm talking about? You don't <laughs> remember those? And uh, they had a turf um, thing you could put on if you played in the dome. Oh. And you could take them off. Well, what, the what did you call them? Spot belts. Oh, yeah, I remember because we had a little cleat wrench. Yeah, you had a cleat wrench. And you could switch And, switch and I would blister on the ankles depending on, you know, after what oh. game. And I'd be like, dude, oh, they yeah. should have had them then. So, anyway. Um, and you didn't know you had a blister during the game because your brain's not on any pain. No, but compedes are something everybody yeah. should have in their kit. Yep, that's a big that's win. A, that's a work. If you're, and I don't even care if you're not a Western hunter. If you, you know, so here's the thing. Um, we, like, when I'm working out like crazy – I will blister my feet up because I'm trying to hurt. I'm trying to toughen my feet up as a part of it. Right. And compedes are a big part of it. I mean, they just they let, let's go, you know. And I try different boots all year long. Um, these are a big win. These Zomberlin, uh These are like tennis shoes. What are these? Yeah. Um, I use these this year. I don't know what they so are. So I um, can tell you what those are because my brother wears those with his suits because they're so comfortable. Um, he loves them. They, they, yeah, and he's a big guy too. Yeah, and and they're they're super they're super. Does that be a little bit like the Bridger Low? They the are the Salatha. They're, they're yeah. the Salatha X G GTXRR two fifteen Salatha. Yeah, and I'm telling you, it's hard for because they slip on and off. And I love the Bridger Low because you got the kind of track feel. I, yeah, I like them too. But not every day do I need that much sole support. And and I guess these are almost like a little tennis shoe. And every time I go, I don't need to wear them today. I should wear something else, and I put them on. Oof. So they are must like them. So those are wins. <laughs> um, those insoles that uh, Jay sells those are oh yeah ridge to ridge insoles yeah, those, those are coming online january 1 those um, are a win too those are a win yeah you know what i like about him is that he'll do a consulting with you when you do your foot form and he'll he he can make them like um we used to make them where they're molded or he will take them laser them and customize them for you and he'll call and give you a consultation yeah that's so that's a win because i have two pair of i have the the high-end ones getting built for my feet yeah because my back's been getting stoved up, and part of it is is I'm, I'm not in my normal sleep routine because I don't have a house. I'm homeless right now. So, um, yeah. Um, anything anyway. else that uh, we used this year that didn't work that worked? Let's see. Um, I'm just trying to think. The Sonora pants for travel might be the my most comfortable pants I've ever worn. But you like the? I uh, wear the Ridge. I'm wearing the Ridges right you now. You wear the Ridge right now. Um, you know what? This year w is going to be the last year I ever use the Trailmax uh, scabbard. <laughs> I don't like it anyway, but I don't. I know. I, I, it's I, it's uh, it's easy because it's easy because I've used it so much. But my leather one, I, I prefer. I, I would say that the Trailmax no longer works for me. Not going to use that. Well, anymore. I'm going to go to Cody. I'm going to get said one we ordered. But then what I'm going to do. Wes, Wes is sick right now. Oh, he is. Yeah. And like bad health? Uh, he's got leukemia. Oh, boy. That's too bad. I just saw. Because I was going to call him again and get those coming. And I just saw that. He, yeah. So we. we he's on social media? Yeah. No, that sucks. Man. Yeah. Um, that sucks. Yeah. Because I, I tried calling him when I was coming home from Sheep Show. And. He's like, well, well I'm out nice of town to right that. now. And he walked by me on the plane. I was like, Wes. And he's like, well, I guess you know I'm out of town, don't you? Because <laughs> he walked right by us. So um, I would like to uh, – um, we just need to get that pattern yeah. and get some cut um, because I think there's a guy here locally that could do that for us. Yeah, his name's Mick Dana. Oh, I wasn't even thinking of him. I was thinking of the guy that does some of our upholstery stuff. I could take him in there and say, hey, I need three of these made, and he'd do it at whatever fabric we needed. Yeah, Dad would like to do it. He, he loves it, that leather work. But oh, yeah. yeah. We, well, let's do it, man. That's easy. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's get him on the go. So um, that's interesting. We should actually just go take it and design it ourselves. Probably, yeah. Because we could do that. Well, we could design a pattern, yeah. Yeah, and, and build that pattern out. So anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. You know uh, what else worked for us? Um, my Leica spotting scope might be the favorite. That's the second year of it. I can't. I, I I don't know if I'd go on a hunt without it. The, yeah. the sixty-five. 
think it's the right size. I think it's the right clarity. Um, it's just about everything. You can get that online too. Um, I think that's good. Um, the Mark Five is my favorite. Uh, my, the Mark V is by far the favorite turret I've ever used and the favorite scope I've ever used. Well, I was going to mention that, too, because you don't – it's not your favorite scope, though. The Mark V? Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was the, always the VX5. Yeah. But I do like the turret better on the Mark V, and I've came to love it now. I have the Mark V on my Prairie Rifle. Yeah. I just smoked a coyote at 580 or whatever, and it was so nice. You lay down, and uh, that, that shoot through uh, – um, that shoot through reticle, that spot shoot through reticle. I really like that. Yep. Um, so that was a win. Um, I think that was a good one. Um, oh, you know what? I really like the uh, ultralight Leupold, um, the uh, small uh, um, tripod I used this year. Bar none, my favorite tripod. You want to look it up and see which one it is? Yep. Bar none, favorite tripod I've ever used. I got, I got. It's so funny. I got a six hundred and fifty dollar tripod at my office that holds my freaking uh, um, Zoom room. <laughs> it's my my Zoom camera <laughs> yeah. and my Zoom light. It's so funny. Um, but no, um, I've had so many of them, but that one's by far my favorite. Yeah. And it's what is it five hundred seven four hundred seventy nine bucks or something? Is that crazy? Um, I gotta figure out which one because we have so many. Oh, it's the Alpine. I bet the Alpine uh, CF four twenty five. That one, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, the Alpine three eighty three hundred eighty bucks four twenty five. I like the little head. It's got that ball head on it, and yep. it, it's it's, it's I'm into I'm into sound effects tonight. I believe. Mm-hmm. I love it. Saves me money. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. What about uh, dead-on display? You guys kind of added that this year, didn't you? Yeah, those are nice. Yeah, those are nice. I think we have them all over. Um, I do like them. The one I like is the table one, Um, like that one there. Yeah. They're a a Euro mount holder. Yeah, in which this year I got a lot of Euro mounts. mm -hmm. Um, So, um, yeah, I'll be using those. Those were a win. Those were really good. I'm glad you said that. Trying to think what else for everybody. Um, Those are things we liked a lot. uh, my merino wools from Kings. Uh, I haven't worn any of those out except for the weld on the pocket of the heavy one. Um, the uh, I really like them. covert hoodie is still a covert giant, hoodie, giant half two piece. Yep. It's, it's maybe the best layering piece. It's the warmest damn hoodie I've ever used in my life. I got to be careful where yeah, I wear it. Yeah, and I it's not like yeah, but it's not like if you wear it on a in a cool day that you're roasting. I mean, it's just it holds heat well. Yeah, yeah. no, it it it. Uh, I like it. Um, it's really it's good. comfortable, very comfortable. Yep, the puffy pants, the puffy uh, jacket, those work good. Um, I did, I did do a one of a kind puffy in uh, in Rankin. Uh, yeah, it's uh, epic. I had a rough on it. Yeah, it is epic. A big coyote rough. Yeah, on it's it, like on his puffy. Uh, um, <laughs> so. looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Um, we what didn't else? use a lot of stuff that didn't work because we just no. Don't use don't I'm, work I'm stuff. thinking about my six Creedmoor. It basically killed every damn thing there was. To well, kill. you hunted everything with your six Creedmoor. Yeah, you shot a giant Alaskan th- Yukon moose. This was the year. Um, these uh, these Marco Polo sheep are cow elk sized. You know, they're I would say they're yeah. the size of a yearling cow. Yeah, I'd say yep, a yearling cow. That's exactly what they are. Um, and the, it, it smoked out. It smoked deer. It smoked everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, other than that, oh, the uh, what's the uh, the thermal, the Leica thermal. Mm-hmm. Um, that thing was amazing. I saw more coyotes out at our place. Um, yeah, than ever before. Yeah, that thermal's thing. a whole different deal. That's uh, yeah. And not that, that I u- like used it a bunch, but it was pretty cool. Yeah. Th- so that uh, we were experimenting with ties it. to the front of your scope, so you don't take your. It's kind of a neat idea. Yeah. You don't have to take your scope off or have a dedicated Yeah, you just gun. have an adapter, put adapter. it on, and away yeah. you go. It's going to be heavier than hell, but shoot. Yeah. What do you care? Right. So, yeah, well, what I'm excited about is I'm, I'm excited to try that SIG um, uh, so scope. I'm, ex- I'm excited Leupold uh, is going to have some scopes at the SHOT Show. Oh. I'm excited about seeing they- the Leupold stuff. Are they? Are they? Uh, well, we'll see what they come out with. Yeah. yeah. Do you know yet? I'm I'm excited about that. Um, so my nephew works for Sig, and he brought up a prototype of the Tango DMR, and uh, we're gonna we've got one here, and we're gonna run it through its paces. Yeah, we're gonna see what it. It's does. a it's a lot of scope, you know, for uh, 
for the money. It's got a 25 millimeter turret. I don't. Uh, I bet they overkilled their. Uh, they overkilled. Yeah, the this. The, uh, well, the parallax because that's got. So it's got parallax and illumination. We're not used to running illuminated. Yeah, I know, I know. So it's a little beefier on that. And then the power throw level lever, I think, I think I probably take that off. It's, it's like a baseball bat. It's <laughs> a it's a it's a grown up power throw lever. Yeah, but you know what? They're they're, they're speaking to a three yeah. percent of the shooters or four percent of the shooters yep. that are shooting that PRS, right? Covered windage. Um, so um, it's got you know it's uh, it looks like. And here's the other thing. In, it's this is more thought out than the Mark V. You know, you don't need a key. You need a penny to take the turret turret off. I like that. You know, I mean, you don't need the 050 hex. Um, I really like that. Covered windage, 25 minute. Badlands rifle. I'm excited about Badlands rifle for the new year. Um, I'm really excited about that. We're gonna have Jeff Sipe on here next week. Um, again, I'm super excited about what, what's going on with them and what we're doing there. Um, that's going to be giant for us as a company, but I'm super excited about the rifles. Um, I have one. Um, my wife was given one, um, and it is a sweet rifle. Um, I'm, ready to, I'm ready to have one of them for my all-mountain rifle. Um, and uh, um, basically, uh, my sixes became one of those. Um, Basically, for my yeah. prairie rifle. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about Badlands rifle um, and uh, um, what's going to come. We're going to do a bunch around that, so we'll tell you. Um, I'm excited about uh, I'm excited about our expansion of our local agency owner opportunity. I'm super excited about that. We'll be growing that like crazy. We'll bring be, be mastering our pro shop business and our booking agency business. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm really excited about our applications software, um, the heat map, uh, the update on the website that's going to be launched January 1 for everybody to be able to track their apps and know where we're helping them, be able to read the app, know where they're at actively in our software, where they're at with their applications day to day, month to month throughout the application season. So I'm super excited about that. One thing you used that didn't work for you, you've tried your 92nd vinyl harness yeah i tried three different vinyl harnesses and i'm right back to the old one and yeah. if i don't get a dealership with that guy we're going to build our own with somebody <laughs> exactly so anyway because i'm pissed off because i want to sell that vinyl harness because yeah. that's number one people oh i bought the vinyl harness because you had it and i'm like i'd like to be able to sell what i you know wear and and that's right. part of what we're doing and uh but yeah you're right it it had uh Bino harness. <laughs> it's funny you say that because right. I'm like that was a sh show for sure. Yeah, that one was. Um, that, the but last one you tried. Bino harnesses aren't. Everybody thinks they can just make a better bino harness. And, and so far, 97 out of the 98 times we've tried, that hasn't been our experience. It's <laughs> like because you keep we keep coming back to the same. Well, my problem is, is I give a I give mine away, so then it, it put me in a situation to try a new one because he had an old Badlands one and his damn here's why the kid the kid had just and a great guy Brandon he had just bought a $1600 new carbon fiber whatever titanium iPhone what the do you need one of those on the mountain for I have no idea but kids are kids and that's what they want and that's what's important to them so he drops it. Now, the good news is we retraced our steps, right. and we found where it was. What he was doing is he was putting in the top of his Badlands bino harness and that magnet, and it kind of just kept flopping, you know, like a, like a wounded sage hen with a fucking bad wing. You know what I'm saying? So Mason, <laughs> Mason is using my old, old, old Badlands because yeah. he's got a, a pair of binoculars in it, and I said, here, use this. He did the same thing. So the natural tendency clearly is to put it, put your phone in there because there's room to put your phone in there right. on that front sleeve. And I said, Mason, just so you know, that's not secure. And we've already lost one phone. And it was right out of there in his pocket after that. Yeah. So anyway, I said, you should use this and then just strap it because that won't come open. 
So anyway, I give it to my guide. Yeah. And uh, then my problem is, which I'll never do that. That didn't work for me. That's something I'm not doing again. I would just give well, him you more get back, money. You get back or and you're send so him a gift busy. package. That's right. the problem. I've well, seen I just him. told my wife that this morning. It's it's uh, Today is the 22nd of December. What stuff right? did I give away that I need to refurbish my own stock on is what she needs and to at, do. It at 7, 7.05 this morning, we were putting our shoes on to run out the door to go to our first appointment. And uh, I looked at Lily and I said, you know what I would do today if I could do anything? I wanted to do and she was what and I said I'd go to the OC and um, I would uh, put a pot of coffee on and I would work on redoing all my hunting stuff getting all the packed away for the year refreshed organized what needs to be washed what worked repouch all my pouches clean my guns and I would sit in there for five six hours and reset but I'm but you're right I I I, I've been so busy, I haven't had that time. You know what I'm saying? Well, I tore both. I tore my six and my six five apart. Now you're just bragging. And they were just. Filthy. I got rust. I got yeah. rust on mine. I'm embarrassed. I I, I'm embarrassed deal. on my actions. I got rust on them. You know what am I going to do? You know I'm going to go use them next year. So yep. anyway. So anyway, well that's probably the most. Of yeah. What we used and what I mean, we hopefully liked that helps. You know what we'd like to know? What's working for you? Yeah. Go to info at rbohomedy.com. Know which one goes to you, not info. That's all the other ones need to go Hel- to info. Hello? Hello. Go to yeah. hello at rbohome.com. Hello at rbohome.com. And if there's something that you have that we need, tell us. Yeah, we like testing what works for out. you. That's right. What works for you. That's right, Brad. If you got something works for you. Because I, I need to test more stuff out. I like tinkering with gear. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Brad is definitely MacGyver Brad, not a question. So, um, I, I'm a, I'm a. If it works, I'll have that 22 years from now, and it still works for me. But seriously, um, you know, go to info if we if we get something or bring it on, and you use it, and we mention it on the uh, thing, make sure we'll send them a package. Okay, we'll send them an RBO. Uh, in the new year, I will tell you this: I've been working on some designs. I have a hunt the world. Um, I have I've been uh, working on a Hunt the World t-shirt and a Hunt the World jacket that people can get because we've had um, questions about it. And so I'm working on a logo. I've sent it over to be digitized. And I'm actually going to give it to Bleep right now. Bleep's been feeling a little bit under the weather. so um, Just a little cough. Nothing, yeah, nothing a little too bad. Cough. So um, anyway, we're going to get uh, um, definitely get a Hunt the World um, logo put together that we've never done before. Um, with our elk and uh, just kind of set it all up so we'll be able to send you a hunt the world package but listen get a hold of us if you got something if you want to hear if you want to hear a podcast if you have a question for us make sure you reach out to hello at rbohome.com that's hello at robert bravo oscar outdoor.com hello uh, no home.com rbo it's hello R-B-O. at rbohome.com R-B-O-home. R-B-O-home. okay judas priest I'm a little slow. Um, so, okay, get that to us. Hey, also, um, share this with somebody. Let them know we, we don't take sponsorship. We don't take donation. The more people listen, the call in and become involved in our business is the only thing that makes this continue to go. And we love having you a part of our community and want to serve you. Go to rollingbones.com. Check us out. We have a, a membership service level that will provide you the opportunity to learn how to get out west or go hunt other states. And it doesn't necessarily be out uh, out west. Just uh, let us help you explore all your adventure, hunting, fishing, and travel needs. We are here for you. Service, access, value, and education. That's what we want to provide. So until next week, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.